Hey guys, welcome to episode 5. It's kind of like a monumental episode. Um, wow. You guys have... I didn't even expect to get one person to watch this, but, uh... I'm getting good plays, guys. I really do appreciate it. Um, let's get... You know what? Fuck it, I'm not gonna do any rundown or anything. I'm just gonna get straight into what I want to get to. First off. I, uh, right now it's really late on, uh, Saturday. Saturday. So you guys are probably listening to this Sunday or Monday, because this is, I'm only going to record one part, then record when I wake up tomorrow. But, um, UFC 241. Holy shit. Um, the rest of the cards, uh, the rest of the fights weren't really good, but let's talk about the three main ones. Um, Romero versus Costa, uh, so if some of you guys don't follow the UFC or listen to this podcast, you guys should you really should. It's a lot of fun. Um, but Romero versus Costa, uh, both of these guys are insanely, they look like they're on steroids. Who knows, they might be, but uh, that's besides the point. Uh, these two guys went to fucking war for 15 minutes straight. Um, they both landed big shots. Both of them just played it all out there. And it's so awesome to see, like, just even sporting anything like that. Um, some good examples of, like, just people leaving it all out on the floor are LeBron in Game 7 of the in, like, the 2016 Finals. Oh, my God. He was running on fumes. And just, you know, that's how... That's what really intrigued me about people in general. They get into such a state where they just don't even consider their own well-being just to complete a goal. And that's what Paulo Costa did. You know, he won the fight. Do I agree with the decision? Eh, not really. But they both, regardless, both of them are winners in my book after that one. And it's good because none of their stock goes down after that fight. They both could, they're both easily a fight away or fight or two away from a title shot. Um, I want to talk about Yoel Romero. This dude is so fucking funny. Please look up, just look up Yoel Romero funny moments on fucking YouTube. It sounds stupid, but you, oh my god, your appendix might rupture. That's how fucking funny that dude is. I don't even think he's trying to be funny either. But, um, other fight, uh, Nate fucking Diaz versus Anthony Bettis. Oh my god. That was one of those fights that I didn't think was ever going to happen. But Nate Diaz just straight dominated Anthony Bettis for five rounds. His eyebrow, though, after the fight looked like he got... Oh, my God. Looked like he got cut in the face with by Thanos's like... You know that big-ass sword Thanos had? Looks like that just sliced him directly above the eyebrow. Shows how hard Anthony Pettis hits. But regardless, both those guys went to war. Anthony Pettis is in, like, a really... He's a really weird fighter to me. Because he's fought at 145. He's champ at 155. Now he's at 170. Knocked out Wonder Boy. I was like, holy shit, this guy needs to be in the conversation for a title shot. Superman punch off the cage to knock out Steven Thompson. Who I think is debatably still, even after that, the best welterweight on the planet. But uh, he gets Nate Diaz. Nate Diaz is really about his shit. And after the fight, he called out Masvidal. Oh my god, that fight could... Oh my god, you're gonna make so much money on that fight <laughs> for the UFC. Oh my god, those are the two hottest guys in the sport right now. 
Nate Diaz had me fucking sick in his interview. He was like, oh, I was only off because everybody sucks. <laughs> he just doesn't give a shit, you know? Really awesome, dude. He's always been one of my favorite fighters. Uh, The main event. Most shocking win of the year for me. <laughs> I didn't think Stipe was going to win that fight. I thought Stipe was going to get just mauled. Or knocked out, or just, you know, get a... I thought... I think DC was gonna win. No matter what. But Stipe... Woo! Stipe Miocic. Shows you how good that dude is. How much of a fluke that first fight was. Um, Besides that, you know... UFC probably didn't make much money on this card. For being honest. Uh, the only thing that probably would've made them some money was Nate Diaz. Fighting. Um... I think the UFC, after that deal with ESPN, just stopped giving a shit, really, about getting stars on their cards. Um, the, but a real fucking card that's going to make a lot of money coming up that I think a lot... It's kind of flying under the radar, in my opinion. You, the next UFC, uh, UFC 242, Khabib versus Poirier. Khabib is such a star now, just globally. Um, I think him and Dustin Poirier, I, he, Khabib's winning that fight. But what a fight that's going to be. It's going to make a lot of money. Um, also, UFC 243. Whitaker versus Adesanya. Adesanya is a global superstar now. You know, this has been a huge year for him. Had the best fight of all time, in my opinion, against Kelvin Gastelum. Um, he's just a character, man. And that... I think they sold out, like... It's the biggest live UFC gate ever. Most people ever are going to that event. Crazy. But still, not a lot of people are just watching them, you know? Just, like, people that aren't really fans that just watch them. Like, for example, the last UFC, uh, Edgar versus Holloway. Um, my my uh, aunt's boyfriend, Brock, I was hyping up these fights. I was like, dude, you need to watch Max Holloway fight. He watched him, and the card was pretty fucking boring. He was like, yeah, that card was just boring as shit. People, and it sucks to say, but people want to see blood. They want to see knockouts. They want to see... Just dog fights, pretty much. But uh, yeah, UFC's making a lot of money off yeah ESPN, but you know I, I think they might be losing fans, which sucks. Just because they're not making great cards in general. They had three great fights on this one, and two thirty four they had good that card that entire event just fell apart. But um. Let's get into something else, huh? For the people that aren't UFC fans that listen to the podcast. Uh, today, this... So, I started... I've, I'm fully assimilated at school. Fully assimilated at work. Um, Friday was my first day of both, ever in my life. Going to school and work. Oh my god, was I drained. <laughs> oh my god, that was so bad. I like it, though. I like... I like just having a high motor being on all day. I think that's so fun. But, uh, God, these people. Today at work, man, um, really, I think it's a situation I want to talk about. Um, I think it's a situation some of you guys might hear about, just in general. Um, it was, it's not, it's stupid, but, I mean, I guess it just shows the society we live in today. Um, so if you don't know, I work with, I think I've talked about it before, Anton, favorite dude that I work with. Funny as fuck um me and him were at work today just you know talking chopping it up and we have this new manager i'm not gonna say his name but um i think he's homosexual 
he he is gay. He's gay. Um, but you know, don't 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 feel a way about him. He's just you know kind of like a weird guy, kind of eccentric. But um, still wouldn't do anything to hurt the dude, dude's feelings. I have nothing against gay people, but I didn't even know he was gay until today. But me and Anton were just chopping it up talking, and there's this thing that. Uh, the RGM, the regional general manager of our company, Tuz, his name's uh, Clint. So we'll be talking to each other, and he'll be like, oh, get on task, stop speed dating. He'll say that. And it's like a joke amongst all, like, the best, like, workers or whatever. And it's really funny to us. And I was talking to Anton, I was like, he was talking to another male coworker of mine, uh, Christian. He was like, hey, stop. And I told both of them just fucking around. I was like, hey, stop speed dating. And we were all laughing. And then Anton's walking back, and he's like, he's like, I'm not speed dating with Chris, I'm not a queer. Says that, I'm like, I start laughing, because that's pretty fucking funny. And then, that guy, um, Joe, is his name. I'm just gonna say his name, fuck it. His name's Joe. Uh, he thinks that that was directed at him. And I didn't know that at the time, but a couple, like an hour later... He's crying, just. He, I think he's. I think he was crying. And it's a. It's kind of like a big situation. He's like freaking out, saying that we called him a queer. Which we didn't do. He, he is like kind of inserted himself into a into a conversation that, wasn't at all, directed towards him, or was related to him. But he did that, and I got called back by my manager Jai. He was like, "Hey, what'd you guys say to him?" And I was like, "We didn't say anything to him." What are you talking about? I didn't even think of that whole thing of us joking around. After that, I was just working. I was in like a flow state. I didn't even really pay any mind to it. But he was just so offended. And I just didn't like. Oh, my God. Like, he was just like. Not. I don't know if anyone from my work listens to podcasts. I'm not going to say anything rude or uh, disrespectful to the guy. Super dumb situation to put yourself into. Such a dumb thing to do. Just like insert yourself into a situation where you would get offended. But again, Jai, Jai wasn't mad. He was like, oh, just watch what you say. And I was like, okay, I, you know, I guess. But, you know, it shows he either that dude just has really thin skin. Or it's a projection of just the world we live in. Because it's so touchy. Why is everything so fucking touchy? It's so annoying. You know, like, fuck. Like, why can't people just joke with each other? I get that some people are more sensitive. But I swear to God, this is what happens when you give people participation trophies their whole life. I swear. They just feel entitled. They feel like people need to talk to them a certain way. That they need to be treated treated differently. If that he, He's a gay guy. You know, he's gay. Who cares? I didn't even know. You know, it's not my fucking business. I don't give a shit what my manager's sexuality is. But he wanted us to acknowledge that. But which we will know. We're not going to joke around like that anymore. But God, man. Let people live. Like, I just hate how people don't have senses of humor anymore. It wasn't even anything crazy like Anton said, though. He didn't say anything really, like, crazy offensive. He wasn't like, oh, I'm not a faggot. Saying faggot, I get. 
you know, if you were to say, you know, because that's more of a derogatory term, but queer, there's literally a show called Queer Eye, you know. Fuck. It's just so weird. So fucking weird. But, um, you know, I, I did feel bad for him because he got, he seemed very upset and, uh, don't want to hurt anyone's feelings. Didn't at all direct that towards him. But, um, also today at, at work, uh, there's this woman I work with. Her name's, uh, I'm not going to say her name. I don't want to say anybody's names anymore because if they listen to it, I don't want to think that them to think I'm talking shit about them. But I'm just speaking my mind. Fuck it. I'm saying what the fuck I want to say. Um, her name starts with an F. That's all I'll say. People who listen from work know who I'm talking about. Very short Mexican woman. Very high-pitched voice. Basically human representation of a chihuahua. Um, totally looks like she could be an extra in like the in, in like a Willy Wonka remake. Um, she's even my, even my managers don't really like her. She's she wants she acts like a manager. Like, you know, she tries to tell people what to do and, like, you know, how we should be... Stupid shit, like, fucking being crybaby. And today, I so at, at my work, we're allowed to have, like, cups of water or whatever to take back and just drink, you know, during the day periodically to rehydrate, recuperate, refresh. So, But when our, our jam isn't there, we just take, like, sodas or so or whatever. You know, get, like, you know, Dr. Pepper or something refill liquor up you know but um Flo I'm just gonna say Flo Flo her name is Flo I keep on I like how I'm saying I'm not gonna say their names but I just end up saying their names anyways <laughs> but she just does not like that she kind of just tries to mirror what our, our GM likes which really fucking annoys me like don't be such a stickler about things like fuck man let people live so much oh it's the only thing I don't like about people they try to just put people in boxes and not let them just get in a state where they feel the most comfortable. Because I know when I'm sitting there talking to my friends, chopping it up at work, getting shit done productively, just being happy. People, When people are happy, they work better. They're more efficient and they're more productive. It's a fucking fact. But Flo, God. God, that woman makes my days harder. Jesus. Flo, if you're listening to the podcast, I'm pretty... I'm, I'm sure that you're a great woman. I'm sure you've done great things in life, but I hate working with you. I hate it. Make my day. Like, I look forward to when you get off. When I see you walk out with your purse from the back room, I just get so happy. But, um, a lot of you guys hitting me up to be guests on it, and it's so cool. Danny hit, Danny and Raziel hit me up. Um, good friend Abraham hit me up. Uh, Nathan hit me up. Julian hit me up. Uh, a couple other people just want to be guests. I need help. You guys need to, if you want to be a guest, help me figure it out how I can get like a on the phone like thing get going on. You know, like a Skype call or even like a FaceTime just to record it and broadcast it would be so dope. I'd love to have you guys on the podcast. If you guys want me to do another one with Landon, please tell me because Landon seems to want to do one really badly. If you want to see one with me and my girlfriend Zoe, hit me up too. That would be a fun, really fun one to do. Uh, speaking of Zoe, high five, Zoe, high five. If you know, you know, when it comes to one of those, not going to get into it. Just high five, man, high five. <laughs> like I'm talking, oh God, I like how I'm referring to my girlfriend as like one of the bros. <laughs> it's like a funny joke that me and her do. Like, I'll be like, hey, I love you. And she'll be like, oh, thanks, bro. <laughs> or 
we'll just like dap each other up so stupid um oh i want to there's a situation i want to talk about um if you guys don't know i have a younger sister she's about 13 her name is lily um lately this little boy's been picking her up she's been walking with her to their bus stop to go to school um i've hung out with this little boy before he lives in my block we've played basketball a couple times i don't i don't know what his name is um wow that's so weird that i don't know what his name is but he texted me today and he was like <laughs> i'm not i'm not i'm not clowning on you. if you're listening to the podcast dude just know i'm not clowning on you i'm just assessing the situation but um oh i did put him onto the podcast i think yeah i did but um <laughs> he was like hey dude like just doing a lot of type he was like texting or something and he was like i think i like your sister and i was like i just laughed i was like okay dude um and he's like tell her that i like her. and i was like what and he's like i told him I, I tried to give him a little mini life lesson um i was like hey just listen man in life you don't get anything if you don't put yourself out there and he just <laughs> didn't understand understand what i was saying Ugh. God, I hate thinking about my little sister being in relationships. It's so weird. Um, here's some. I want to get into some current events. The news cycle has been dead as fuck lately. Dead as fuck. Just those, you know, last week the whole mass shooting things and Epstein. Epstein's kind of a dead topic now, in my opinion. Old news. Old news. It's weird how news works like that. Like, that shit didn't even really happen a long time ago at all. Like, two weeks ago, Jeffrey Epstein was alive. Three weeks ago, all those people at all those mass shootings were alive. Weren't expecting that shit to happen. But, um, you know, it shows how weird the news is. Just, you know, how short our attention spans are. Um, something I really want to wanna talk about before I, I, I go to sleep. Um... Guys, I got paid on Friday. Yesterday I got paid. I'm planning on going to buy AirPods tomorrow. Um, if you're listening to this now at nighttime before tomorrow morning, which would be Sunday morning, please let me know if that is a good thing. Because they're at Costco Generation 1. Yeah, first generation without wireless charging. For 140 dude. And I, they just seem so convenient. Like, my Beats are great. I use these wireless Beats. They're great, but like... I hate the cord. Um, I don't really like the ear hook look. And they're not very convenient. They don't have a charging case. They use micro USB to charge, which, fuck. So slow. The AirPods use Lightning, the Lightning port. Lightning port is what is on the iPhone. So if you guys don't, they're not really into tech at all. That doesn't charge very fast either. But, you know, you can only ask for so much. Uh, just let me know if I should get them or not. I'm really, 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 really considering it. I'm not going to get the Pixel. I'm just going to remember I was talking about getting the Pixel 3. I'm just going to wait for the Pixel 4 in October. Because that's only in two months. And I can just save up in that period of time and just buy that bitch outright. And then you guys won't be able to FaceTime me no more. Or play fucking 8-Ball. <laughs> Which is like something I'm like genuinely not looking forward to giving up. <laughs> Which is so stupid. It's like, yeah, the phone has a better camera, uh, better software, better storage, uh, just overall better everything, but it doesn't have 8-Ball. That's something I want to talk about too, dude. Um, 
Oh my god, I saw this this meme. It was the new Note 10, the Galaxy Note 10 Plus, and it has like this crazy color. And it's like like it's called like Aura Glow or something, and it's like a gradient, and it's like super like reflective, and it looks like a rainbow. It looks super cool. And then it was like a one of the stupid ass Twitter memes. And then it was like a reply to the the tweet. It was a retweet and said, "Literally nothing will ever make me give up my iPhone." And I was like, "Bitch!" The one sending out to you, I was like, "Bitch, you probably have a fucking cracked iPhone 6. Just so you know, if you have an iPhone six in twenty nineteen, ah, uh, what are you doing? What the fuck are you doing? Jesus! If you have an iPhone six, man, it is not twenty fourteen anymore, motherfuckers. Get it together. Get a job. Get get a new phone." Please, I hate looking at the iPhone 6s. So stupid, such a stupid fucking phone. Um, some shit I'm gonna talk about in part two because I gotta go to sleep. I'm gonna get, I'm gonna look into some more current events, do another rundown. Uh, talk about episode six. What I'm planning on doing? Plan on doing a Landon, another Landon interview for episode six. Go on like probably like four rants, <laughs> and uh. Just talk about you guys uh, planning for, you know, just getting this podcast out more. Um, I love each and every one of you guys. Each and every one. And I swear to God, I do. I really do. Um, make sure to follow. Why am I acting like I'm ending the podcast? You guys are going to see the magic of Hollywood editing right now. And it's going to be me tomorrow, woken up on coffee and just more energetic. <laughs> you know, um expect the podcast expect this to be out why the fuck am i acting like it's over you guys are already gonna i'm so stupid Uh, (laughs) all right um i'm gonna stop acting lethargic right now and just get my life together real quick um i love each and every one of you i'll see you in three two one all right guys um this is part two of episode five Oh my god, it's so fucking late, but I really wanted to film this, um, oh my god, I was meant to film in the morning, but did I had to do a bunch of shit, lost my mind, because it was a whole process trying to cash my check, um, fuck Christianity for making everything closed on Sundays, um, you know, cool religion, I guess, but a bunch of cunts, man, making everything fucking closed on Sundays, um, ugh, where do I even start? Um, wow, there's some there's something really big I want to talk about. Um, but before that, I'm gonna get into the topic that was requested by one of you guys, um, by one of the homies, the taco homies. Um, it was about she's like, oh, talk about Indians. I was like, what? <laughs> um, it was Melanie. She was like, talk about Indians. I was like, what? And she was like. Oh, talk about how Indian, old Indian men DM young girls. And I was like, that's actually pretty good. So I looked into it. I fell into a rabbit hole. Um, There's, like, some research that might be, like, pretty racist. But I want you guys to know about it. It says that men who, are, who immigrate here from India are... Because I guess in India... Here's my theory, personally. So I heard, I, we learned a lot about child marriage, and a lot of it was happening in India back in, like, ninth grade. We, like, did a whole course on it. It was kind of weird. They were, like, rearranged marriages and married when they're really young. So I think that makes the men there attracted to the younger girls. So you see all these e-girls when they move to America, 
or they just see him on Instagram or something. They see all these really beautiful girls who are like 14, 15, 16. They just, they're just like attracted to him. I don't know. I think they're just, nothing really else I can say about it, but I think it's just a cultural thing. Because I, I watched a lot of Chris Hansen growing up, like the Catch a Predator shit. My mom would like make me like watch it. So like, this is what happens if you go and talk to strangers on the internet. I was like, okay, whatever, and I'd watch it, and it was, like, <laughs> mostly Indian dudes, if I'm being honest. They were, like, hi, babe, open bob. Those fucking, those memes are so funny. There's this one song, I can't find it, if you guys can send me a link to it, or, like, the post. It was, like, an old song, it was, like, a dude that made a song out of, all, like, Indian men text. It was, like, hi, dear, can you open up your bob? Like, but it was, like, a text, I don't know, stupid, but it was pretty funny. Um... I can imagine that girls my age live in a much different world on social media. Because <laughs> it seems like all of them got fucking followers. Like, like thousands. It's fucking crazy. Like, I know a couple girls, like my friend Isabel. I've known since, like, fucking second grade. Has, like, 60,000 followers or something. My cousin Bella, she has, like, twelve, like 12K or something. But it's just, like, girls are just way more likely to blow up on, like, social media. I don't know why, but I think the most, like, top three most followed people are all females, like, Selena Gomez, fucking Ariana Grande, and I think Beyonce or Kim Kardashian, or Kylie, one of those fucking people, but it's just weird, because there's, they, women are just so big on social media, because men are so thirsty, (laughs) like, oh my god, I follow so many thoughts on Instagram. Oh my god, but I heard Joe Rogan do a bit about this. He's like, there's six million people staring at one girl's ass. Which is really funny to think about. So, they could be anywhere. But, um, something, the big thing I wanted to talk about. Um, I should talk about, there's something that, you know, life kind of hit me really hard today. Um, in, in a very big way. Um, I was sitting in my room when I got home off work, and I, just a couple hours ago, and I just kind of just started crying and breaking down, thinking about my life, what it's been like, what I've been through, what I've seen, you know, how different my life has been from most people's, um, you know, fuck it, I'll I'll get deep, whatever, um, growing up, uh, I grew up in, like, a weird situation, like, my dad really wasn't there until I was around, like, six. Yeah. But, um, my dad was married to this woman at the time. <laughs> Complete bitch. Um, not really much else to say. But, um, I'd go with him on the weekends and shit, and I'd stay at my mom's. Uh, my mom was an awesome woman. Greatest woman I could ever know. You know, she passed away about a year and a half ago. About to be two years. But, um... I just hate when people say sorry for that. I was thinking about that. Like, why does everyone say sorry? What do they have to be sorry for? It happened. Nothing they can, their sorry is going to do about it. So it makes me feel more out of place. Like, you know, I'll get, like, every, it seems, I don't know if the school, the school does know. I don't know. I'm pretty sure they tell all my teachers about it, but I hate having that conversation with a fucking person I don't even know. Like, they're just like, oh, I'm sorry for your loss. And they try to, like, relate to me. Like, yeah, my grandpa died. Like, I'm like, okay, like, I don't care about your loss. I'm sure you don't care about mine, so. 
you know, let's just uh, get this shit done, huh? Um, I really learned about the grieving process when I was in the hospital. Like, very, 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 got, I got, I really did learn about it. Um, people get coping mechanisms, and mine, after my mom passed away, was drugs and alcohol. Heavy. Like, but then I came to, I, I just wouldn't go to school. I knew I was disappointing in my family. Like, I knew my family was scared for me. Then I came out of it, I was like, this isn't the situation I'm being anymore. I don't want to live like this anymore. I don't want to argue anymore. I don't want to be mean to the people I love. I don't want to lie to the people I love. I don't want to rely on any substances to make me feel happiness. So, uh, my dad moved me out here. And he moved out here to, to, to Texas. It's actually done really, done really good things for me. Um, in all facets, I don't really smoke anymore. Uh, at all. I don't drink anymore at all. Don't do anything. Focused on school. I'm focused on getting money. I'm focused on doing things I love, like this podcast. This thing's really therapeutic for me. Um, I've, I kind of started this because I was in the hospital. I was just a nurse. I hope she hears this. I want to really reach out to this woman. I really want to talk to her. She was, um, her name was Amber. She's a skinnier white lady. Um, first two nights of that me at the house were the worst nights of my life. I was th I threw up from being so anxious and I was just going crazy. They had to give me they had to give me like this medication to make me go to sleep and calm down. Cause you know when you get anxiety, you get that feeling in your stomach. I don't know what it is, but I had that feeling so strong. I was wrenching my stomach. I threw up a bunch. I looked. I I lost a. I think I might have cut a few pounds when I was in there. Um, I was around kids that. Did not care about their own lives. This kid named... Um, you know, I'm not going to say any of these kids' names. Because I don't want them to come after me. Because these motherfuckers are crazy. Uh, this kid, he... Um, I was rooming with him. I woke up one morning. He was just there. And, uh... Bigger guy. Around 16, 17. Already had a child. Um... He was in there for behavioral issues. Not for any... Because I was there for... Uh, like... You know, just men had a mental breakdown and shit some other things they don't want to get into but um i was in there um i really just kept to myself you know i, I was really just focused on getting home getting better because that's what it was for i was focused on bettering myself being a better version of jordan when i got out li living just the life i wanted to live and i'm doing that now I'm living the life i want to live um i'm at peace with everything um i try to I if you're in my family you know i try to call you guys a lot so um, I, what I realized is that the little things are so valuable in life when I was in the hospital because I'd look outside and see a fucking wall like this big ass gray wall and you don't certain times you were allowed to go outside certain times sorry I had to re readjust in the chair uh, um, it was like you're in jail pretty much um, you know certain you had to wake up certain times go to sleep certain times um couldn't do certain things, couldn't talk to certain people, couldn't just felt like I was in such a box and I was it made me feel crazier being in there. I would call my dad um the nights I was there and just fucking bawl my eyes out. Me and my dad aren't even really close like that, if I'm being honest. I would hear his voice and I was like, I'm so grateful I get to hear your voice. Just through a phone, I would fucking cry. I'd hear my little sister in the background, she's uh, about one years old, one and a half. Fucking bawl my eyes out. Every time I heard her voice. And then about the 
second day I was in there, I decided to start writing. You know, we were only giving crayon uh, because, you know, obviously you can't give pencils and pens to some suicidal kids, some crazy kids. But I was writing, I wrote a lot, wrote about like, like, I think at least like 85, like, not 85, no. A lot of, a lot of fucking paper. Wrote, wrote to everyone I knew. And I want to send those out to all you guys. Um, some of the people I wrote to, uh, my cousins, Star, Lexi, uh, all my, my brothers, Jaden, Jackson, they're both younger. One of them's a baby. Wrote to my little baby sister, wrote to my other sister, Lily. Wrote to my dad, Priscilla, my stepmother. Uh, just my whole family. I was just so disappointed in myself. I was like, but it's really a, a point of reflection, you know, really makes you see what's important in life when you reflect. I'm reflecting right now, just speaking, you know, um, I feel stupid because I didn't get this podcast out earlier today, but that's a whole other thing. <laughs> um, but just, just know if you're in the situation that I was in, if you're in as dark of a pit as I was in, I'm still kind of in. Just know that life is so beautiful and it's so worth it. It's so worth it. How can you know if tomorrow is going to be bad if you're not here to experience it? How? How? Just tell me, I would fucking enlighten me. Give yourself a chance. Make See every day as a chance. After that whole situation, I, I, I see life as I get to do this. I say that all the time. Oh, I get to go to work today. Oh, I get to go to school today. It's like a privilege. Everything's, nothing's given to you. Oh, I get to hang out with my family today. You know, just a little shit. I get to call Nathan today. I get to call Zoe today. I get to call the people that I love. Because nothing's fucking promised. Nothing is promised. You know, I get to make a podcast and express my thoughts in a healthy way today. I get, you know, just tell yourself that. I get, I get, I get. It's so, it makes everything feel so much more valuable. Just doing that little thing, seeing those two fucking words before you do anything. I was like, oh, I, you know, get to wake up today. Because there was times I didn't think I was going to wake up. It's not like I found fucking Jesus or anything. You don't need to. That's what I hate. I feel like people think you need to have some type of enlightening moment and find something that gives you value. Like Jesus or um, a relationship. My relationship gives me self-value and respect, and I love it, but it isn't what enlightened me to become a better person. You know, what enlightened me to become a better person and live a better life for myself was myself. That's what it should be for all of you, for everyone. You know, regardless if um, you got anything or not, you should motivate you should be motivated by yourself by each day that you get to do that you get to they get to live rather um just just remember every day that life is the best fucking thing like you can't do anything without just life just waking up and experiencing and taking in reality and perceiving everything Ever since that whole thing at the hospital, I'm on my phone maybe two hours a day, at most. Even when it's, like, boring inside class and shit, I, I'm just, like, looking around watching people, observing, seeing what these people are like. Like, it's been two, I've spent two days at school, I know everybody's names in every single one of my classes, I swear to God. Because I talk to them, I'm like, hey, I'm Jordan, what's up? 
and they look so shocked. They fucking pop out their headphones, look up and see me. They're like, oh, I thought you were that quiet kid. I am quiet, but I just want to refresh these people's memory and let them know that there's real things that are tangible, that you can feel. Like, I can feel, you know, like I'm grateful for every feeling I get, even when I'm sad or mad or angry or, you know, feeling hopeless. I'm grateful for that feeling. I'm grateful I get to feel those things and perceive them properly. I don't have mental health like issues, like some some shit hardwired into my brain that doesn't allow me to feel things, if you can get what I'm saying. Because in that hospital, it makes you feel crazy. It makes you feel like you're not right, that something's not right with you. <laughs> Which isn't. That's why you're in a hospital, but... You want to be able to be self-conscious. Don't. Eh, that's the one thing I'm afraid of doing. I'm afraid of losing all my memories. Like I'm making all these podcasts, honestly. So when I'm older, like fucking Alzheimer's age, that's what I like to call it. I can listen to all these. You know, remember what it was like when I was young. And also, when I'm sick, I hope you guys feel this way too. Every time I'm sick, personally, I'm like, God, I wish I felt good right now. Next time I feel normal and good, I'm gonna love that time but we never do you never do i sometimes i'm like thank god i'm not sick right now <laughs> i'm just grateful for I, i've learned to be grateful for things um this is more of like a personal like podcast i'm more of a personal episode i'm trying to really like make you guys think i've learned so there's this quote by, like, Jimmy V or something. He was a, a sports dude. But he said, he was in his old speech before he passed away at the ESPYs. He was like, well, how, how, this is how I define my days. If I laugh, if I think, and if I cry. And I do all three of those things each day. And it, make sure you do those things each day or else you didn't have a full day. And today I did all three of those things. Yesterday I did all three of those things. Day before that, I did all three of those things. I heard that I heard that quote when I was in the hospital, and I try to live by that each day. I try. I don't get it every day because not everybody's perfect. But you try. Like today, I laughed. Guy named guy at work, Chris, dropped some lids, made me fucking laugh my ass off. <laughs> um, I thought I thought a lot today. I was on the phone with my, my significant other, and I was thinking a lot thought a lot about assessed a lot of things cried today I already got into that but when I self-reflected I cried not in tear but in, jo in sadness but in joy that I'm better now you know just try to do all three of those things and I hope that this podcast make you do all three of those things make your days more full that's my goal people um Let's get into my let's get into some current events. News cycle still kind of dead. Nothing really major going on. But in tech news, if you guys really give a shit about iPhones, um, former employees said his he just he came out said that the new iPhone 11 for this year will not have the iPhone branding on it. You know, at the bottom of your phone it says iPhone. Apparently, it's not gonna have that this year, and the naming scheme is gonna be different. There will be two, three models, the iPhone 11R, the iPhone 11, and the iPhone 11 Pro. Take that as you want. <laughs> I don't really give a shit. 
probably gonna get the iPhone 11 Pro. If I'm being honest, I'm gonna see if I can probably get it. I think it's badass. Um, tell me why every time a new iPhone comes out, that shit blows up on Instagram. Everybody makes memes about it. It blows up. Um, in other news, uh, Cedric Benson uh, passed away. From, former running back, former Texas Longhorn. Rest in peace, man. He's only 36, died in a motorcycle accident. Horrible. Um, let's talk about the 2020 election, huh? This is what I want to I, I get into. I'm rooting for fucking Bernie and Andrew Yang. That's it. Don't like Trump. Elizabeth Warren can go fuck herself. Don't like Joe Biden. He's a puppet. Always slips up, apparently. Says racist shit. Um, don't like that dude that was trying to speak Spanish up at the debates. He's kind of like a watered-out white Mexican dude. Um, yeah, Andrew Yang. Bernie Sanders, go get it done, people. I love Bernie. Love that Jew. He's a Jew. My favorite Jew. Hands down. Him and, like, Seth Rogen. Pretty sure Seth Rogen's a Jew. He's not, let me know. Um. I'm so sorry for getting so deep. Wow. Um. It's about 2 in the morning, I think. Yeah, about 2 in the morning. This podcast, you'll probably see it. Uh, we're now available on Google Podcasts, bitches. Fuck yeah. Probably not by tonight, but probably by the time this episode's out and shit. Instead, it's going to take a little bit of time. Um, I'm going to get my Texas ID tomorrow. I'm going to take a picture of that. Post it for y'all. I think it's going to be pretty funny. I got pink hair in the picture. <laughs> so, rest in peace with my pink hair, by the way. Uh, let me know if I should bleach it. Please. Because I'm thinking about bleaching. Very seriously. Um, just remember, people... Um. Take every day as it comes. Run through life. Don't let it run through you. Um, I hope you all enjoyed this episode of the Crunchy Taco Podcast as much as I did making it for y'all. Oh, God, I'm speaking like a fucking Texan. Oh, my God. Ew. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode as much as I enjoyed making it for you guys. Um, And girls, don't discriminate. But um, shoot me some DMs. Follow the podcast on Instagram. Follow me on Instagram. You already know the fucking ats. At Jordan Scott Souza, S-O-U-Z-A at the end. At Crunchy Taco Podcast. I hope you all had a, have a phenomenal night. Kill it tomorrow on Monday. Make Monday your bitch. And you all just continue living.